You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. We are talking today about attraction, some topic I've come back to again and again here on the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I want to go back, I wouldn't say to the basics, because I wouldn't call this basic. I would actually call this somewhat advanced because it's not very intuitive. Attraction is not intuitive. It's counterintuitive, specifically talking about female attraction. It feels like guys don't truly understand or it takes them a long time to understand the real secrets behind female desire and attraction and how it all works. And I say secrets because it kind of is a secret. I feel like people don't talk about this. I feel like a lot of girlfriends will give you the wrong advice. They'll be giving advice based in some fairy tale world of what to do to attract a woman. Women are typically not correct in how to attract themselves because they just don't know. They're not really understanding how it works. And I feel like a lot of guys don't understand how it works because guys think that women are attracted to the same things that men are attracted to. And I understand why you think that way. I used to think that way too. We're not necessarily thinking that attraction works for different for man and woman, we're thinking of it on the same level because this is how we experience attraction. And there's something human in that where whenever we experience something, we feel other people are experiencing it. But in this case, when it comes to attraction, that's not the case. Men, you are not experiencing attraction like a woman is experiencing it. What I mean is the things that you like about a woman aren't necessarily the same things that a woman is going to like in you. Although there's a a very large movement now that you probably hear about on the internet due to the comments on social media, where a lot of guys who are very upset, like incels, they're very upset that they're not able to get a woman. They think it's all looks, looks, height, and money. And by the way, I am completely understanding of that. You better believe that looks, height, and money play a big part, but it's not everything. Now, if you look at online dating, yeah, of course, the looks, height, and the money are going to matter because that's all they have to go off of. So that's why online dating can be a tough place to meet women because it is inherently superficial. But that's not how attraction works across the board. Women are not just focused on looks, height, and money. It might help. Well, it does help in terms of maybe getting in the door. But then your behavior plays a big part. There's a study here in the International Journal of Impotence Research from January 2013 called Gender Difference in Brain Activation to Audiovisual Sexual Stimulation. 
do women and men experience the same level of arousal in response to the same video clip? I'll put a link here in the show notes if you guys want to check this out. But I wanted to read you just a little part of it. Here's a couple of quotes from the study. Sexual arousal is conditional. Relative to men, more factors contribute to female arousal. So what they're saying is more factors have to do with how a woman feels aroused. And they are personal relationships, family concerns, child issues, emotional status, physical conditions, menstrual cycles, environments, and others. Women also have different levels of arousal depending upon menstrual cycles. Here's another part. Arousal and desire are interwoven and expressed in different ways in men and women. Understanding human sexual responses and their basic mechanisms and abnormalities is essential for diagnosing and managing female sexual dysfunction. So basically, this study was done to help with understanding any kind of female sexual dysfunction. But what's cool, that's why it's kind of fun, it's kind of like secret, it feels like this is, you know, we're taking some of this information from a study that is not about teaching men how to meet and attract women, but it is helping us understand here and now how females experience sexual desire and arousal, okay? So it continues and says, the human sexual response cycle, sexual desire, activities, satisfaction, and physical and mental responses in men and women are different. Men usually feel sexual satisfaction during sexual activity and are more prone to physical attraction, whereas women are more affected by the environment and emotions related to the sexual partner or sexual fantasy in terms of sexual satisfaction. Isn't that, I mean, there it is. There it is right there inside of a scientific study stating how it actually works, something that I've been saying for a long time based on old studies that I've read, but it's fun to bring up some of these newer ones, not newer by date, but newer for myself here. It continues here and says, men generally respond to visual sexual stimuli, such as attractive nude or erotic pictures or erotic films, right? Obviously, you know that. You see a hot girl walking down the street. You see a hot girl in social media, on TV. You're going to feel that sexual stimuli, right? You know that. Now listen to this. It continues. Women respond differently to the same sexual stimuli. Some women feel repulsed by muscular, erotic male photos, and some are sexually attracted by emotional or lingual stimulation. Lingual is words. It's the words spoken. It continues, In other words, men are more sexually aroused by visual stimuli, but women are more sexually aroused by concrete, auditory, olfactory, touch, and emotionally relevant sexual stimulation. So I'll break that down for you. Women are more sexually aroused by concrete, auditory. So auditory is what you hear. Olfactory is what you smell. Touch, you know, touch, what you feel. And emotionally relevant sexual stimulation. So they need all of the senses. There's a lot more happening here. It's not just about visual. Now, can a woman see a guy cross the street and go, oh yeah, he's attractive? 
yes. But not every woman's going to say, I would sleep with that guy. Whereas if I asked you, I said, okay, there's, there's a hot girl walking down the street. And you know she's a girl and just assuming that she's STD free and just assuming all those things and that she wanted to have sex with you, you'd probably say yes. Nine out of 10 men would probably say yes. Maybe even you're nodding your head right now. But if I had a woman next to me, I said, okay, let's walk down the street and I'll show you a guy. And let's say the guy is super attractive. And I said, would you sleep with that guy? More times than not, she's going to say no. Why? Because it's more than visual. She needs more. There's other stimuli. So I want to keep reading here. It says, for example, adolescent boys frequently feel strong genital responses to visual sexual stimuli, which are usually accompanied by a craving for sexual expression or masturbation. In contrast, adolescent girls' sexual feelings often arise from emotional reactions to their partner or romantic themes in films, novels, and magazines. Some experimental studies have shown that men respond more to sexual stimuli than women do. I mean, it just blows my mind still. I just find it so interesting, especially to read this based off of a study. If you want to read more about this, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can check it out. But you see what I'm saying here? Is this starting to make a little bit more sense? So female desire and attraction is more than visual. That's why it's not just enough to be physically attractive as a guy. But that's good news. That is very good news for you. That means that you can be an average looking guy and still be able to attract a woman. Now, I'm not saying that you should not work on your style. I'm not saying you shouldn't work on your finances. I'm not saying you shouldn't work on losing and or gaining weight. Those are things that you should, and I've been talking about that recently in the podcast, you should absolutely be working on those. You should be working on it all. But what I think men fail to understand is that every other guy is competing on that level. Every guy who's not listening to this podcast is out there competing in the money and looks category. And let me tell you this, you can go ahead and do that. It's a very big pool of guys. And if you're just trying to work on your looks and money, you're probably going to fail because there's always going to be someone who's richer and more attractive than you. But more importantly, you should be working on your personality and your behavior and the way that you act around a woman, which is what is going to build that attraction. And so I always say it's, it's good to smell nice, look nice. So that gets you an easier past the hello. Obviously, if we were to kind of just to prove my point, go to the extreme of a very smelly homeless guy and he goes up and approaches a woman, he's probably going to get rejected fast, even if he was acting in that, quote, attractive behavior. So we do want to look our best, smell our best, present ourselves to the best ability, but your behavior goes a longer way. And it says it right here. Very interesting. Guys, I need you to really comprehend this. I need to make episodes like this to hammer this point in 
because I still get guys who are still trying to only focus on the looks category. They come to me in the coaching program, tell me about their height, and they tell me about their baldness or that they're overweight. And I get it. I totally get it. It is something that you have been thinking about for so long now and it's affected you and you haven't worked on your behavior. So you're only thinking that that is the only reason why you're not attracting women is because of your looks. But now you know, now you understand. So for a woman, it's about the mood. And for just to simplify this, you know, it's for the, it's about the mood even says here, women prefer erotic stimulation with a storyline and erotic mood. And for a man, it's about the visual stimulation. And then it's also the reverse, right? So for a guy, as you know, seeing a romantic storyline, it doesn't excite you sexually as much as maybe a pornographic type of visual, right? That's going to do it more for you. Which makes sense of why literotica, if you know what literotica is. Actually, let's look at the definition. I always like looking up the definitions to see what the actual, very literal definition is. We'll go to Wikipedia for this. Literotica is a free erotic fiction website. Well, I guess this is literotica.com. Okay. Seems to be all I'm finding here. Okay, here we go. Literotica refers to creatively written erotica. The term originated from the website literotica.com. Okay, so that's why it's so many definitions of that. It says, it features user-submitted erotic stories and poetry. It's an erotic composition that often contains soft porn material. Its goal is more on telling a story than titillating the reader with its sexual content. I would even say it's more about telling the story than it is about showing images. It's almost as if you have to put together the images yourself. And you see how for a woman, if you're reading literotica and it's good literotica, it's going to describe a lot. It's going to describe, what was the key word earlier? Mood. You need a lot of words to describe the mood because a lot more is going on. For a guy, you're not looking at pornography and going, I wonder what this, maybe you're thinking what it feels like, like what it, what the touch is like, but you're probably not thinking what it smells like and what you're hearing and all those things. You probably wouldn't even need that. You'd probably just need the visual stimulation of just seeing the image itself, which is the pretty opposite of the mood. The mood encompasses a lot more. And that's what those stories do. You know, go in and get Fifty Shades of Grey. Just buy it. Or if you want, you can go to the library. Oh, that'd be funny going to the library and picking that out. And just kind of fast forward, or I should say, skim through and find some of those sexual or sex scenes, so to speak. And just read that. Read how it's being written in terms of creating the mood. Here, I think I found an excerpt. It says this is from chapter 18. I don't know for sure if this is exactly from the book, but I think my point will be uh, 
will be made here. I'm going to read just a little bit of this and you can see that it's creating a mood. So listen to this. He growls low in his chest while he grips my inner thighs, pushing them apart. Keep still or I'll make you. I gasp at his provocative threat and on pure instinct and raw desire, my hips tilt up their own accord, crazy in its need for any contact. His hands slip around, cupping my backside as he pushes his nose into my sex, inhaling deeply. How much was there, right? You had scent, you had touch, you had the uh, lingual aspect of it, right? He says, keep still or I'll make you. I'll continue here. When he comes away, I catch his gaze. His eyes look unfocused, cross-eyed with lust. I've missed you. I've missed you so much. That's in quotes, by the way. It says, his expression, a strange blend of pain and elation, whispered words, born of desperate need. He swiftly stretches to cover my body with his, kissing me wildly. He raids my mouth mercilessly, our arms and legs tangling and writhing, taking in the exquisite pleasure of intimate contact. So there you had touch, you had taste. You had the words, the lingual part. You had it all. That's what's happening here. Women need the mood, the vibe, so to speak. Now, don't get me wrong. I think a guy can read a sex scene that would be written for a man. So something that would turn on a man. And it might turn him on. But I don't think that would be as powerful as just showing him a naked picture of a woman. That would probably send him over the edge, I'm sure, of sexual stimulation and that raw desire. So let's talk a little bit about how you tap into this, your behavior. Well, you know I've spoken quite a bit about the TED formula that I have, and the TED formula is all about your behavior. And it dives deep into every aspect of the behavior that a man has that is attractive to a woman. A lot of it based in masculine behavior, confident behavior, carefree behavior. The TED formula stands for tension, entertainment, and dominance. There's no reason why it's called TED. It has nothing to do with a person, but it makes it easy to remember. And when you can remember it, you can use it. And when you can use it, you can get results. So the TED formula, again, is tension, entertainment, and dominance. Tension being the idea that you're building sexual tension, and one way to build tension is by eye contact as well as being a challenge to her. This creates tension. Most guys are not challenges to women. They're very easy to get. So this is a way to play a little bit of hard to get. I know it sounds gamey, but it's what works. And it's not hurting anyone. So I wouldn't worry too much about being gamey, so to speak. I mean, if we really were to compare about building attraction and gamey, well, what attracts a man? You know, it's visual stimulation. What do you think women are doing before they go out? What are they doing visually? Well, they're doing a lot. Maybe they're wearing a push-up bra. That's gamey, I would say. It's not legit and exactly the real version of what her breasts look like. And then the big one is makeup. 
So women, if you ever go on TikTok and you see some of these transformations, your mind would be blown. Some of these women who are 40 years old and not attractive, putting on makeup, using some little devices that pull up their cheekbones and putting on hair extensions and looking all of a sudden 15 years younger. So I'm not trying to come down on women here. They're doing what they need to do to be more attractive to a man. And you're going to do what you need to do. We can fight all day on what's worse. Um, I have some opinions on that, but that's really not what this episode is about right now. Let's just teach you the right way to build attraction so you know what you need to do when you're on dates and you're going out. Tension, entertainment, dominance. Tension, being a challenge to a woman. How do you do that? How do you be a challenge to a woman? I'll give you a quick little line that you can use to be a challenge to a woman. You can say to a woman, you know, I really like girls who, or I like women who run, cook, love to go to live concerts, are really into photography. You fill in the blank. The point is, is you're telling her what you like in a woman. So this is making you appear like you're a challenge. Why? Because you're saying to her, subconsciously, under the radar, that you're not going to go for any woman. And a woman gets really attracted to that. Because when they know a guy's not picky, that means that that guy probably has options. And when she thinks that a guy has options, that makes him more attractive. So again, here it's coming down to behavior. Entertainment, that's E. That is, it's a couple things. It's about having a good time. I think the way I've been describing it lately is you're having a good time in the conversation. So you're talking about the things that are interesting to you. But of course, as you know, that could eventually bore a woman. You can't just go on and on about, you know, Game of Thrones or, you know, the basketball game that you saw the other day that was really enjoyable. Hey, you bring that up and you have some fun in the conversation. Shows like you're having a good time. Shows that you're loose, you're confident. But you also want to make sure that you're talking about things that a woman will enjoy so it's entertaining for everyone. I want to be clear here. It's not about entertaining her. It's about creating an entertaining and fun environment. So you're having fun. She's having fun. A great way to do that is through Chick Crack. If you don't have that, I've talked about that here on the podcast. Well, I used to talk about that on the podcast quite a bit in the very beginning, several years ago, but it still exists. Chick Crack is a 10-minute video that explains topics of conversation that women love and helps with this entertainment part. It is for free. It is not for sale. It is 100% free to you, and you'll get on my email list, so I'll put a link in the show notes. I believe it's just tripadvice.com slash chick dash crack, and you'll get that video. So again, entertainment, talking about the things that are interesting to you, to her, having a fun and emotionally stimulating conversation. You see the key word I just said there? Emotionally stimulating conversation. Because this is what a woman needs. She needs those spikes of emotion. She needs the context. That's another way of putting it. A woman needs context. 
a man does not need context. A man can just see a picture of a woman who is naked or visually appealing to him in whatever shape or form. And there's no context there. It's just the shape of a woman. But a woman needs context. She needs the surrounding, right? The mood, the vibe. I keep repeating myself because I know that when I'm learning this, it's nice to have it repeated so it really sticks in. All right, D in the TED formula is dominance. I should mention also that this is all described in even further detail in my Hooked program, which you can check out at getherhook.com. It's not just about the TED formula, but it's the entire system for attracting women, talking to women, and building a more attractive version of you so you can attract more women. And that is the secret. It is the TED formula, which I'm giving you a brief overview right now. Getterhook.com. Go check that out. All right. D, dominance. This is leading. Women want to be led. They want to be led by you, by a man. So you're the person who's making all the moves. Approaching, starting conversation, leading the conversation, getting the number, asking out, making the plans. Women like a man who leads and takes control. Don't believe me? <laughs> Go ahead and and read any literatica. Uh, the stuff that I just read to you a little bit ago. What was happening there? The man was leading, wasn't he? The woman wasn't saying, I walked into the man's bedroom and I pushed him down and I grabbed his hands and I put them against the bed and then I took down his pants. No, it didn't say that at all. It was the man who was leading. That's attractive when a man takes control. So I want you to be thinking about that as you are leading from the very beginning of the interaction all the way to the bedroom. It's also one of the reasons I believe why men are the ones who are always proposing because they're leading. Have you ever heard of a woman who's not a lesbian propose in a, in a marriage? I think I heard about it one time maybe. It's very exceptional for that to happen. It's not a very common thing. It's mostly happening by a man because he's leading and women are attracted to that. Gentlemen, let me tell you something. You combine using the TED formula or i.e. your behavior and understanding how to be more confident and charismatic with women, you combine that with really good style and being a man with a mission on a purpose. Hopefully that is a man who is making a good living for himself. You put all that together, you are going to be at your very optimal. You will be a person who is completely optimized to attract the best looking woman that you can. I always like to say here on the podcast is like, can you attract any woman? Of course not. I've been said the other, the other week in a podcast, like, yeah, you do the Ted formula. Are you going to be able to attract a, a Victoria's secret model? I mean, maybe most likely not. Cause those women are going for guys who have status. So you would need very high status because they're women of status. That's why you see a lot of celebrity couples who are together. You very, very rarely hear about a celebrity who's dating a non-celebrity. 
mainly because they're dating up and they want status. And it's true, women do date up. However, forget about all that for now and think about you as a man, whatever you're attracting right now, and if you're not, you can make massive leaps. That's my point. So that's the good news, is that you can make massive leaps in the kinds of women that you are visually stimulated by. It's absolutely crazy, the potential that one has. It's a little bit of work, not going to lie, but then again, nothing, nothing comes easy. You do have to work at it. I, of course, do have a coaching program that I talk about quite a bit on the podcast. So if you need help, well, there is a coaching program that can guide you and assist you and tell you exactly what to do. You can apply at coachedbytrip.com. You work with me or one of the trip advice coaches. But whether you're doing it with a coach or doing it by yourself, the possibility is there, my friend. So I hope that this motivates you to understand the secret behind what female desire and attraction really is and how you can tap into that. Hope this helps. All links in the show notes to the several things I've talked about today, the study, chick crack, coaching, and the hooked program. See you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening.